1: McCall and thank you for tuning in to this episode of the all about fitness podcast this episode is another edition of fitness over 40 with my good friend and colleague miss Amy Nicotera this episode of all about fitness slash fitness over 40 Amy and I talk about things that so many people deal with this time of year time. <laughs> There's not enough of it to go around. We got all these demands going on for time, but we still need to exercise. So Amy shares what she does about it, I share what I do about it. We we talk about ways that we can fit activity into a busy schedule. Hey, all that aside, pay attention to the beginning of this episode. There's a very special announcement, very important. Also, it's something I've never done this before. I'm releasing this episode And I'm rerunning an interview I did with Thomas Myers a couple years ago. I'm releasing them both on the same day. I've never done that before. I don't know how that's going to play out, but I just want to put the content out there. I have them in the can, and I want to get them to you, the listener. I really appreciate you taking the time to tune in. I try to give you good quality content, and that's what this conversation is. And Well, that's what I've been doing with Amy. I've been trying just to give you a different perspective and have a different voice on the podcast. I got a couple killer episodes coming up, not just the one with Thomas Myers. Some really good stuff happening. I hope your December 2021 is off to a great start. I know mine is. Let's make this holiday season awesome. And more important, let's get ready for an outstanding 2022. Here we are, this episode of All About Fitness, Fitness Over 40, with my friend and colleague, Miss Amy Nicotera. All right, we're live. Whoa, whoa. We're
0: back. We're, we're your over 40-year-olds talking about fitness. <laughs> I, well, I, to be f-
1: come on, Amy. To be fair, I mean, I'm looking at the video screen. Only one of us looks like we're over 40. And and it's not, yeah. the, it's not the one who's uh, X chromosome dominant. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> the one with the gray hair sticking out everywhere. I think I need to get a, uh, I think this means I need to get my hair cut. I don't color my hair, um, but I try to keep it trim because uh, keeping it short keeps the gray hair away. How are you doing today?
0: I'm good. I'm good. You know, know, there are days completely off topic, but there are days when you wake up and you're like, wow, where'd all those grays come from? I mean, (laughs) I have those, right. I had one this morning and then I realized just do your hair a little and Put enhance your appearance on Zoom and they go away. It's
1: mix, mix it in there and change the lighting and and you know, yeah. put a little filter in there. No, and, and thank you to everybody tuning in. This is uh, Amy and Pete. What you call what are we calling this? I need to do a better job of, of the branding. What are we going calling this?
0: We're calling it like real real talk over 40 or something like that. But we need a we need a catchy slogan. Maybe somebody can come up with one. Drop one in the comments. Maybe that'll be our thing. Amy well. and Pete.
1: I've gotten one or two emails from people. No, I've gotten one or two emails from people. They seem to be enjoying the conversations. And that was my hope was to, for the podcast audience, was to try to just give a different point of view, give it a a different voice, right? I I recognize that I may know one or two things about fitness, but I get tired of listening to myself, Amy. Do you ever do that? Do you ever get tired of like, especially after the lecture and you're like- You
0: get sick of yourself. I mean, down here in my virtual studio, it's just me and I'm like- a little bit sick of myself. sometimes, So I, I welcome hearing another voice. I hear that. And I think it's great because sometimes just bantering back and forth, um, you know, just lets the conversation flows and, you know, when you're working alone in your little pod and your little silo, it really, it makes a difference when you just even get to have some conversations as far as creativity, you know, ideas, perspectives, um, so I, I love
1: it. I love well, our combos. Let's and then, but that's, why I've, that's why I've always valued your friendship is I've always I've always valued and respected you as, as somebody who really knows exercise and exercise programming. And, and so being somebody who's been working for myself for a number of years, our conversations are always, to me, always just kind of give me a little bit of inspiration, a little bit. Just allow me to think differently. Real quick, I just want to share with everybody. I'm sharing with you. These are my – because I didn't take my vaccination card. I got my booster. I got my booster. I, I am now boosted. That, dude. What's that? What does
0: that even look like? Th- this, Hold this that up just, again. I can't even. My eyes getting, this, I'm old.
1: Yeah, these are just the stickers, and and oh, the, the camera's the stickers, not zooming in. I see. I need to put that. I didn't bring. I didn't bring my vaccination card with me because I have it on my phone. But hey, I've gotten all I've gotten all three shots now, and they'll promote. I didn't get months. the booster yet, but. You know, and, and on that note, and so I want to share this, I haven't talked about this yet on the podcast, you and I were just sharing about, about this before I hit record, but I have a major announcement, this is going to affect the podcast in the short term, but in the long run, it's not going to, the long term, and that's starting in another week or so, I am actually taking a job, a full-time job, for the first time in eight years, Amy.
0: How are you going to adjust to that? You're going to well, have to like wake up and go somewhere every day?
1: I, I see. That's the thing. I don't know. It's gonna You're like
0: be- not really. Actually, I got a real job, and I get to stay in the same place in my house.
1: <laughs> well, that's. I'm actually. I will be honest. I'm looking forward to having an office again. I think I've watched um the i binge The Office twice in the last couple of years. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. That would scare me away from the office, but. Um, there, there's an office. that's a growing health club company. For listeners, I am uh, taking a job as a director of fitness education for EOS, which is a growing health club company based out of yeah. They're based out of Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Southern California, and Florida. So they're a little disparate, a little all over the place, and and they're one of these. Amy, I and I'll be interested in your imp, in your input because you've worked for a premium chain of health clubs, but they're one of these high value, low price clubs meaning they have one price to join you might pay twenty dollars to join but then if you want to take group fitness classes you pay another 10 or 12 bucks if you want towel service you pay another 10 so there's a menu of items that if you're if you're paying top dollar you're probably paying a hundred dollars a month but you get two or three personal training sessions a week you get small group training or you just pay twenty dollars a month and all you can do is go in lift some weights and take off what's your thought on those i mean have you You you
0: you know i actually i like that model um you know, I think there is, I think depending on who the clientele is, the, the, the higher end change with one price point, you know, is always going to attract different people. But you and I have talked about this before. Like, what's our goal with health clubs? Can't we make them more accessible to more people? So, I kind of like this model because it welcomes people who don't have a lot of money to spend, let's just be frank about it, right? And want that kind of low barrier to entry, want a cool place to go. They still get the vibe. They still get to use great equipment. um, and, And they're there, right? And that's what we want. We want more people moving. But at the same time, we can really get creative. We don't have to sacrifice the value of services, right? Or, you know dumb down what we're doing just to make it affordable but you keep the same value and the same level of service but the next it's a next level of price point so you pay for it so i kind of like it i kind of think it it's a great it's a great idea i mean you can really attract higher end clients who want to spend more but you also can feel really good about you know giving people a chance to spend less and still move and and get the gym experience and a lot of times people who go to the gym, they see something and they want it, right? They don't even know they want it because they don't know what it's like, or they haven't seen it before because they haven't even been in the gym before and don't know what it is. So it's always easy upsells. Um, I I think it's good. I think it's great. I don't know what the numbers are. If anybody has like dumped the numbers and done the research and really found out whether it's great, (laughs) but I think the
1: When you when you look at it, I mean, you've worked for Lifetime, and Lifetime is one of the premium in health clubs where all of Lifetime's facilities are like four or five star hotels, just very high end, very well managed, very well structured, well built. And and what I really what what appeals to me about EOS, as you mentioned, in and in my previous job as director of education, I worked for Sports Club LA, which is a premium chain of health clubs and when we had members i'd go into the sports club la boston location you know where that is it's now the sports club in downtown but amy when i worked there there'd be two or three there'd be like two or three bentleys parked out front in the morning so it wasn't working you know what i mean it's like you're catering to a very high-end clientele but what i really like about going to eos and what 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 appeals to me, two things appeal to me, and then we'll move on, is one, just what you mentioned. It's a, it's a lower price point, meaning it appeals to more people. It, it's, it's attractive to more people. If you can't afford $20 a month for your health, for your well-being, for for your wellness, then it's not really a real priority to you, right? It's not really that important to you, because $20 a month is almost nothing. And, and I hate to say that. I know for some people, $20 yeah, I mean, it's life. like,
0: what do you pay for Netflix, right? What do you yeah. pay for like no, I exactly.
1: Netflix. Watch I Apple. mean, Netflix is about fifteen bucks a month. Apple TV is about ten bucks a month, and Apple Fitness Plus is about. You have
0: kids? I don't know what, what I, I. spend ridiculous amounts on like three ninety nine for this silly little Coco Melon channel. That's not true, but, but you know what but, I mean. Just, no, no, you mean, exaggerating, but you get right. the drift. But the whole thing is. I'm like, we're buying another Peppa Pig movie? What? (laughs) And now he knows how to buy stuff. I'm like, stop!
1: Wait, exactly. Now you got to put the restrictions on it. But that's what's appealing to me. And then the other thing, Amy, is I've been traveling around the world for a number of years teaching workshops. And while I love that, and it's been an honor, and I, I, I truly admit it, I have to acknowledge it's been an honor to do that. I go in somewhere. I might go to Beijing. I might go somewhere else to teach a workshop. I don't get to follow up with anybody to see how they implement that, right? I go in, I teach a workshop room, I'm off to the next city, whatever, off to the next event. I don't get a chance to see, I don't get a chance to coach people, I don't get a chance to develop people, become professional personal trainers. So that's the other thing I'm really excited about. I mean, you and I... Uh, for somehow we we've we've conned our way and and i'll use gary gray's term right gary uses like we con people i mean for 20 years i've been i've been making a living by conning half naked people and out of sweat (laughs) and i'm looking forward but what i'm I'm looking forward to doing in all seriousness i am looking forward to to sharing with other fitness professionals how to have a successful career in a club environment right and i know what's
0: great is, is like you're gonna see your you know the higher level of education for trainers—I mean, you and I both know this—it equates to better services offered, for sure, yep. and happier employees who feel really good about what they're doing. And you know, once you can tap into that, what you're creating is a culture, right? Okay. So you create a culture at a new a new club of um, just positive people, really. People who are looking to learn and grow, like it's not about cutthroat competition, but you can build a culture of how can, how can we, you know, help everybody level up. And what I'll look forward to seeing you do is get PT work with group. How instead of like resenting each other, honestly, right? I that, mean, that's one of the big. Why I'm... don't we get those trainers in the group room? You've got an audience of fifty people who might be your clients. After you know, thank you. I mean, let's see do a... Because I don't know why that hasn't been done more before, right? So
1: many years into our industry, you're, you're, you're hitting a sweet spot for me, right? So many years in our industry, we still have these silos about you either do group or you even do private training.
0: It's ego, Pete. It has nothing to do with anything else, I'm convinced, except ego.
1: I know. And that's, I mean, as a, as a trainer, I used to teach 12 to 15 classes a week. If I wanted new clients, Amy, if I wanted new clients, I'd be teaching a cycling class, be teaching an abs class, whatever you start dropping a little bit of knowledge. You know, this is why your back might be hurting. Or if you're training for the marathon in three months, this is what you want to be doing. And boom, I pick up one or two clients just like that. So yeah.
0: Actually, if you're, yeah, especially if you're in a commercial fitness position, like going in as a group person all the time people would say, Hey, do you do training? Hey, do you do nutrition consulting? And at the time I wasn't really hired as a trainer for the club. I was hired as a group fitness person. Right. So technically I'm not really supposed to say, yeah, I train on the side. You know, I'm supposed to, support the program of the company that I work for. So I feel like if it's on the other side of things like if I'm a trainer and I already work for the club, if I pick up one or two group classes, wow, the synergy that can happen. Oh, and just the excitement and energy and like team atmosphere and kind of growth mindset thing can really synergize both groups of people to to do better. You know,
1: I used to love I would teach a cycling class and I would have maybe half the class half the people in the class, I'd have a full class, you know, twenty people on bikes in the studio, and half the people in there, eight to ten people, would all be active clients of mine. So I could train them one or two sessions during the week and then say, Hey, I'm teaching on Thursday night or I'm teaching on Wednesday night. Come do cardio with me. Exactly, and it's another exactly. point. It's another. It's another yeah. connection point. So that I just wanted to make that announcement to listeners. Um, I'm scaling up. I got some interviews in the can. I have um, what I'm going to be doing too is rerunning some old episodes. Like one of the next episodes I'm running is going to be with Thomas Myers talking about fascia. I talked to, uh, with Jerry Dreibel. Who's an athletic trainer? We talked about fascia. And Gary Gray. I interviewed Sue Hitzman. We were talking about fascia, Fasha. her, her melt, melt method. Fascia, 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 But now, I, but, <laughs> but I interviewed Tom Thomas about two years ago, and so now I'm going to replay that. Anyway, I got stuff in the can, and I'm going to be I'm going to be doing some re-releases or reruns. But that's yeah. once I get settled into the job. I am going to, I will be back up and doing one episode a week and trying to do two or three quick fit tips a month. I'm really, I, I love doing the podcast and, whether and we're going to still
0: do this right? Yeah,
1: I plan on still doing this. We may need to take a hiatus for, for a couple weeks just until I get into the schedule and can yeah, figure out when course. we can do this But because that needs to take a priority. But I really, I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. Listeners, you might notice a few reruns coming up, but don't worry. You guys are in my heart and uh, in my head and I'm really going to be incorporating you. And that's where
0: you want to be in Pete's heart, right, everybody? I don't know
1: about that, but <laughs> meaning that, but I, I really appreciate, I really value, <laughs> I, I value you. to the listeners. I value you no, as a listener because you're giving me time every week out of your day to listen yeah. to to what we ramble about, whether it's Amy and I or and myself. And, and people and, have a lot of know,
0: choices. And, and there's a lot a, of
1: options out there. There were more. Somebody told me more than one million podcasts started in 2020 alone. So I more agree. than one. And so there's, I, a, I, lot of, there's a lot of there's a lot of traffic out there. But let's switch gears because I wanted to make that announcement. But now it's December, which means. Yeah hurry burly, We're running everywhere. We're doing this. We're doing that. We have to, uh, how do we make Rapping time? Up the exercise? year. 2020,
0: 2021 year. is, yeah, coming to an end. I think what happens now and where I kind of want to take this convo is, you know, how do we keep moving through a time that's really stressful for a lot of people? Um, how do you start thinking about, you know, getting through the end of the year and starting the next one? I mean, I'm, I I think a lot of people out there are like, hey, okay, the end is coming. The new year is always a fresh start, right? We talk a lot about new year's resolutions and, you know, fresh starts can be great. You know, they get kind of a bad rap, but, you know, there's ways that we can do them successfully. There's ways that we can set ourselves up for this success. But as even before we get to that point, what can we do this month in December to keep ourselves moving? That's what I want to talk about.
1: Well, and what 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 saddens me to some degree. And I heard a couple people. I listened to a couple um, NFL podcasts. I listened to. This is for a pro football talk. Mike Florio, I really doubt you're going to hear this, Um, but uh, Mike Florio on pro football talk was talking about how in December, like if you're not careful, and and this is how everybody, right, but just listening to it this morning really reinforces, this is the time of year where if you're not careful between what you had at Thanksgiving, going to the Christmas party, Sue from from finance, bringing in something, Bob from sales, bringing in something to the office. Pretty soon, you're, what's that?
0: Those jerks.
1: That, That's that Stu Bob always bringing, but you know <laughs> what I mean. But without really, without really paying much attention, you, it's easy to eat an extra five hundred to a thousand calories a day. Is where I'm going yeah. with that, right? Because there's extra stuff running yeah. around, and it can be very easy to get into this mindset of it's the holidays, it's December, it's cold, we're busy. I'm not going to worry about exercise, but what is, how do you deal with this time of year? How do you deal? Do you you ever feel that way? And then how do you deal with it?
0: Yeah. Well, to piggyback on that exact thought, I think for many people, it can be very overwhelming, right? It's just one more thing to add to their to-do list, whatever their to-do list is. And so one strategy that I, I love and I think a lot of my clients love, and people who follow me, are are these little challenges. And I'm not talking about like do forty thousand squats a day for twenty days and let's wreck our right, body. Left, right,
1: left, right, left, right, left. Now you you looked good I in do that do. challenge. You oh, exactly. did that challenge really well. But, but what, what challenge are you about? running? I'm going to try to
0: actually do more of those. That's yeah, a, those, that's that's that was fun.
1: You move much better than I do. So you move much better than I do. I'm not going to try to match you. But what's okay, well, if, you,
0: if you do a challenge, I'll remix your reel. Okay. I'll just put that out there. Everybody should get on Pete's case about that. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> but So for November, I did a 30 day November walk in water challenge. And what it was, I sent out a calendar and you had to walk a mile every day. And you also had to drink a half gallon of water every day. So, okay, in the grand scheme of things, not a huge deal. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. A lot of people were very overwhelmed and recognized that it's hard to get out and walk, especially if you start living in the Northeast and the weather starts getting colder in the Northeast. That's what I'm trying to say. And also just pounding that much water, which isn't really that bad. There's people out there that drink a gallon a day, but it really helped some people Develop some great habits. I got a lot of feedback. The whole deal was, if you send me your completed calendar, I'll put you in a raffle for some fun prizes. And I gave people two skip days. They're like, what do you call those? Um, what's skip days? I mean, hey, those, that's what we call the the word, it in school, like, like right? A, it starts with an M. I can't think of it. Where you get like a freebie or I don't
1: mulligan, know, think of a it a a Mulligan, Mulligan from golf. Mulligan. <laughs> Is that Even, it like, you get
0: two Mulligans, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, good one. Um anyway so that went really well and I got a lot of good feedback about it and it my point is things don't have to be a big deal but if you keep the basics there you keep the hydration you keep the habit of moving daily and you you know okay maybe you're not sweating or working as hard as you you might want to but but you keep the foundation that's going to set you up for better success. And it's going to keep you on track, right? So, this month, what I'm going to do, and I'm going to drop it today because it happens to be Workout Wednesday. So, you'll see it.
1: And December 1st, yeah.
0: Yep. Um, I'm going to drop a Gratitude Mix-Up Challenge. And what that is, is every day, you're going to write down one thing that you're thankful for. Because I think people get so wrapped up in all this stuff. Let's just focus on the big picture of wellness too. I think we forget about that. Write down one thing that you're thankful for because you know, it's going to be awesome. You can't repeat the same thing. So at the end of the month, you're going to have 31 things written down that you're grateful for, right? And I don't care if it's like, I love this new hairbrush I got. I'm grateful for my kids. It, I mean, it could be,
1: you a, took a, mine. You of, mean, I love my hairbrushes. I love I, I I it for my hair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I'm just saying it doesn't, it's those little things that make us kind of happy and remind ourselves, you know, what we have to, what we have to be grateful for, to change our perspective. Right. So, um, I, I think it'll be a great tool to look back over number one, You can keep it forever. Um, And also the mix-up part of it is I've got 10 activities listed on like the other side of the page. And the idea is you write down one thing you're grateful for every day, and then you choose from the mix-up activity list of one thing. And those things range from putting your legs up the wall, laying on your back and breathing for five minutes, to doing a workout. I have a couple little workouts in there, to go outside and take a walk, to call a friend and just chat. So a couple things that really contribute to our overall wellness, overall stress management, um, and they don't, they're not daunting, right? Everybody can do this gratitude mix-up challenge. You can. So I'm going to drop it down there and people can download it and print it out and share it with friends and family. But I think to me, that's the key. Keep things moving. Don't be so hard on yourself. Like live life. But also, don't forget that you want to live life well and you want to be healthy to do the things that you like to do with the people that you like to do them with, right?
1: Uh, this might be posted a day or two after December 1st. But if you like that idea of the gratitude thing, and what I like about that, Amy, is you know, I, everything? I, did, I thought, you like that? everything. What's that? You
0: like everything about it?
1: I, well, no, I mean, but no, I, I deal with somebody, deal, somebody who deals with depression. I live with depression and it flares up every now and then. And when I experience, yeah. I'm having a day where it's like, you know, and I'm feeling that. And, and some people out there who might deal with it know what I mean, where everything can be going well. and But there's just those days where crap it feels like just things are not firing in all cylinders what usually what i'll do one of the tools i have learned how to do is write a quick gratitude list write down three to five things whether it's in my notes on my on my iphone or whether it's in in a journal i keep it's i'll just come up with some quick things about what am i grateful for and what am i thankful for and it's amazing how just taking a moment to acknowledge that you know what things are pretty dang good you know things are pretty I don't we can ha- change
0: our brains right oh, our exactly. thoughts become it, our actions
1: it, it, exactly do it taking a few minutes to write down a gratitude list i have found in my experience really just does a 180 on whatever my brain is is whatever direction um recently i interviewed jake laser and he was talking about the committee the roommates in my head whatever whatever the roommates in my head start going if i start writing that gratitude list Pretty soon, I'm flipping a 180, and I'm heading the other direction. And it's pretty amazing. So I love the idea of writing down one thing a day. Now, what I do during the holiday season, and this is where I I, I differ, is I wake up usually about 4.15 in the morning. I meditate for half an hour. I make some mushroom tea. I do my, of course not. Um, <laughs> I out on my macronutrients. I was yeah. like, when you started four
0: in the morning, I was like, I know that's not true, right there. Right, yeah, exactly. So you yeah, know, but this.
1: I, but but where I'm going with this is right during the holiday season. In all honesty, my goal for something like a busy time of year is what is being active every day, and that was. Yeah. And this is going to segue into what talking about the next year for for the rest of the conversation. But I'm one of these people. I do not like New Year's resolutions. I, I do not like hard and fast goals. My goal is to, my goal for 2021, Amy, was to do something active every day. Was to be physically active every day. That doesn't mean walking on, on social media. What's that?
0: And post it on social media.
1: Oh, that's what I did wrong. Because <laughs> oh, no, no, no. if you don't no, post you it, know. doesn't happen. No, I, I, no. I was waiting
0: always for your BMX posts.
1: But sometimes, yeah, mountain biking, hiking, whatever. I obviously overindulge on that. But it, my, my goal... I look at process goals as opposed to outcome goals like can you can you make it a goal one of my goals for for 2021 really was to be active every day. Now, in, in all fairness, I didn't hit that because there were one or two days between travel, between not feeling well, between other things going on where I did not make a concerted effort. Now, does that mean I failed? No, it just means my effort, my my intent was to try to be active every day. and where I'm going with that is so when it becomes busy this time of year, that is my plan. Is I try I would rather be active for 15 minutes than no minutes. And that and I want to I want to put that out there very loud and clear because going for that walk around the neighborhood for 15 20 minutes, taking your dog out for a longer walk.
0: That's why everybody should get a dog. Um, that's the moral
1: well, of this whole show. Don't get don't get an English bulldog. <laughs> dog. Though. If you if you want activity, if you want physical activity, don't get an English poodle. What's that? get a lab get a lab and a tennis ball and, and no uh, actually I got kicked out of one of the local parks in Carlsbad the other day I was, I was walking my dog and apparently I didn't realize this. all the parks in Carlsbad are no dogs allowed not not dogs on leash, but no dogs allowed in the city of Carlsbad. If you want to take your dog to a park in the city of Carlsbad, California, you have to go to a specific dog park. So I was I was sitting at the park. I was reading a magazine at a uh, I was sitting at a um, at a picnic table reading a magazine. I had my dog on the leash. You know every you know guy came up. A park ranger came up. He goes, just to let you know, I could write you a three hundred dollar ticket. And I was like, well Huh? He's like, yeah, there's, and I'm like, "Eh, well, let me be on my way then, you know? And it just was, but it was one of those things. I'm like really here in Southern California and I was in a park I'm
0: glad the world is regulating things like that. So, so well. Because, and, but wow.
1: it's just but that's like one of the things I, you know is I'll shut my dog around and usually we will sit down for a little bit in the park because bulldogs don't have a lot of stamina anyway I just thought that was kind of interesting so let's talk a little bit so we're talking a little bit about getting ready for Christmas I love your gratitude challenge what else what, what are some things that, that you've implemented Amy when time is tight what is like you have like a 10 15 yeah. 20 minute go to workout that just is like time's tight you know you want to get a workout in what's your like Ten to twenty minute go to. I just want to sweat and breathe hard for a few minutes. How, how do you make that happen?
0: Yeah, well, sometimes what I do, I, a couple different things. If I'm laying on the couch late at night and I just feel not late, you know, like seven thirty. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but
1: uh, that could be late. You
0: know, I feel like I want to move, or maybe I didn't do enough that day, or whatever. Sometimes I'll, I have my foam roller right in the living room, like behind the couch. I grab that, I get on, and I take some time to just roll and kind of stretch and do some things like that. And while it's not going to make me sweaty, I know it's really good for me. And that's the type of thing that I don't always do. So for me, it's really easy to, if I'm, even if I'm doing mindless stuff on the computer while I'm watching mindless TV, but stuff that I have to get done, I can roll my feet. I hop on the foam roller or something like that. So I think that's a quick thing, like keep some things handy that are really easy to do and don't, think that, oh, just because I'm doing some, you know, self-care that it doesn't count because it does, it's going to reduce stress. It's going to reduce all those stress hormones or help you do that. It's going to put you in a better state to be able to, you know, make your next workout better. Um, So, so that's important. And also if I, if I feel something like, Hey, I got to do something quick, honestly, I'll come down in this little studio and just do a quick workout, squats, push ups few little core things. Um, I've got a little, I've got a spin bike here. i just hop on my bike, ride for a little while, put some music on. And I also have a treadmill. So sometimes I just hop on that and I'll walk a mile. Sometimes when I do these little walk a mile challenges, I don't want to go outside either. <laughs> I get on my treadmill and I'm like, God darn it. Why do I make up these dumb challenges where I have to walk a mile? But it, it does make me. Why do animals. I live
1: in New England? Why do I live in New England? Why do I live in New England? Exactly there are more places
0: but but you know what i loved about what you said is you make it a point to move every day it doesn't have to be like overwhelming i feel like some of us are all or nothing and it, we don't have to let's just be something how about being something for a change right and it doesn't have to be like a huge deal just think about being healthy and think about how you're helping yourself not thinking about how i've got to go punish myself to do this Activity because I'm eating more or whatever. Just think about, hey, I want to feel good tomorrow morning, and I want to enjoy the time that I'm spending with my family, and I want to start
1: next year great. I, w- I want to stay on that for a second because there's been a lot of emphasis – in in our industry and among many of our colleagues about how exercise is not punishment for food. I mean, we just came off of of Thanksgiving, and I'm sure a lot of people out there did the turkey burn, did whatever the the workout was in the morning to earn, or they did their Friday workout to earn their Thursday. Where do you fall down on that? Because it's like, on one hand, I 100% 100 agree. I don't want to make exercise punishment for enjoying food. But on the other hand, Amy, the way I look at it is – food is kinda the opposite of money. And what I mean by that is, I shouldn't buy something I can't afford. I haven't bought a Porsche Macan GTS because I can't afford it, I don't have the cash to pay for it. I'm trying to save my pennies to pay for a car that that I can pay cash for, right? As much as I would love a Porsche, guess what? I'm not going to do. I'm not going to pay sixty five grand. It might
0: be best that you don't ever get a Porsche. You know, I mean, it might be your car, but not just... yeah, that's,
1: but, the, but but the, that big example. But the point is, I'm not going to buy something I can't afford. Fitting to me is the opposite, meaning that I don't want to eat something that has a lot of calories if I don't have a plan for being active. Because a calorie is just energy. And where I'm going with this is a calorie is energy. We cannot destroy energy. We can't create energy. When we eat food, we are transferring energy from whatever whatever food you eat. Say you're eating an apple or an apple pie or whatever. If I'm eating an apple or apple pie, whatever the case might be, I'm going to be eating X amount of calories that now my body is either going to store or convert into kinetic energy. Is either going to store right. fat and potential yeah, energy? That's
0: the bottom line.
1: Or convert I mean, yeah. to kinetic energy. So I always look at it as during this time of year, exercise is not a punishment for food. However, if you are going to indulge, and by all means, if you want to have that extra piece of pie, if you want to have that extra cocktail, by all means, do that. Just understand that now you're racking up. It's, it's kind of like you're saving money it's, instead if of it's saving account. money. By, exactly, you're, you're putting you're yeah. putting the calories into a savings account. That if you leave it there for too long, guess what? You're probably going to stay there. But or if you put it in the savings account, like, all right, good. I had that fun. I got a ten mile hike coming up on Saturday. I got a twenty mile bike ride. I'm taking I'm taking Amy's class on the amynicatera.com website. The point is, this time of year is if you are going to be going to parties, if you are going to be social, if you have if you're going to be taking in extra calories, just have a plan for taking them off. Yeah. I have a plan you for know, you. How, I, you, how do you feel about that?
0: Well, I'll tell you. I'm just going to say it cuz heck why not? I don't really care and let's let's just talk about what's real. I think a lot of that conversation comes from especially in our industry, a lot of our colleagues we have eating disorders issues, right? Personally, I've I've never had an eating disorder issue and maybe you haven't either, but a lot of our friends in this industry have. And that kind of talk about equating exercise as punishment is not one that's on the road to recovery. So I think as fitness professionals, a lot of us are personally sensitive to trying to change that conversation in our own brain and trying to help others change that conversation too and look at exercise as more of a way to be healthy and to feel good and to you know move better and function well in life. So I I, I get it. Like we don't always want to be like, oh, we're burning this, we're burning that, because it turns into this like, well, I can't eat this unless I burn it off. And unfortunately, you know, social media out there, you know, people are consumed with how we look. Plastic surgery is rampant, you know, everybody's trying to put the filter on to take off the wrinkles, you know, wh- whatever. I mean, you know, I'm shooting my collagen, I'm using my beauty counter. We're, we're all in there to some degree, but the emphasis on looking good and looking a certain way and thinking that that's going to get you happiness and success mm-hmm. versus moving well and being able to be really healthy mentally and physically. So I, I think the intention is really good to try to change the conversation and just to try to empower people to want to move for the sake of being healthy and to combat the messages that we get from media that you have to look a certain way. But on the other hand, some of those messages, I'm not going to be that woke with here. I, I don't think it's good to promote people who are necessarily at unhealthy weights, right? Let's just say that being at an unhealthy weight is a risk factor for disease, right? We know that. That's what the research shows. So being healthy and moving and watching what you eat, Is a way that you show self care and you show self love and you take care of yourself so that you can be good for yourself and others. So I can see both ends of the perspective. I do, I feel like that's kind of where that conversation is coming from. I kind of just avoid that conversation. I don't, I don't ever say that type of thing. I just say, okay, are you ready? Let's move, blah, blah, blah. I just don't (laughs) there because. If you right. want to bring it up in your own head, that's fine. But I'm not your therapist, number one. Um, and I hope <laughs> you feel good and strong for every day, whatever you're going to go eat. If you're going to eat in the closet later, I don't know. Not that I'm promoting that, but you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, and I and I do think you're right. And I do I do have known a few people that have had um, issues an unhealthy relationship with food and different issues with that. And and, and I, I you're right. I mean, the the idea is well-meaning, but I also look at it as we also don't want to give people an excuse about okay, just be be. Yeah, we, you have and, to be truthful.
0: You know? Like, let's just spit truths, right? I mean, eating like that is not good for you. You will yeah. gain weight. And it's not a good habit to get into.
1: So and it could affect your health, and and that's one of the things that yeah. really in my writing and, and when I when I write, when I talk about, I really try to I've, I've really try to move away from saying lose weight to achieve a healthy body weight. Right, yeah. I, I think that's that really how I call. kind of
0: like to speak. Yeah, it, is healthy, healthy weight so you weight. can move better, feel yeah. better, and and all of that kind of stuff we know helps us ward off disease. We, we know you could be like, look at me. I'm, I'm not like perfect, of course, but I'm pretty healthy and I still got breast cancer. We have t- toxins in the world. We have, I'm not doing anything that was a crazy risk factor for me to get breast cancer, but I did. But I mean, the point you is were, you I, were
1: smoking two and a half packs of cigarettes a day and you were starting your day, your morning's off with four fingers of vodka. So, but yeah, I know you're that's true. But
0: the point is we do what's in our power to be as healthy as we can. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful to any person by any means, but we also have to be truthful. If you know, we take care of ourselves well, it's our responsibility for us to be accountable for ourselves and our health and to do what is in our power to keep ourselves well. Now, when we don't do that, if we look at the big picture, and this is a whole nother conversation, we put strain on our healthcare system right? We put strain on our families that have to take care of us. We put strain on our kids that have to take care of us eventually. You know, we, we limit ourselves. We, we give ourselves a whole bunch of other problems that are related to that. So the more that we can be accountable for our own actions, responsible for our own health and the choices that we make, i I really feel like that's what we want to empower people with. You've got the power to decide You've got the power to choose. You've got the power to choose your reaction, to you know control the choices that you make. That's what we want people to do. Exercise your free will in a way that helps the world be better, including your own health, right?
1: No, and hundred percent. But no, I gotta you, say <laughs> no. But but you're right, and the, but also too, and this this gets to the point of where I think we just too do become too fixated on appearance and not and not performances. Can you? It's true. Like I think I've just started. You know, I've been hiking, mountain biking all year long, and I just started carrying a backpack again, just for the hell of it. And, and there's a huge difference. And where I was going, where I'm going with this is my goal is just get to the top of the mountain. It, yeah. it, there's, a, there's a hill right down the street from my house? Either I ride it or I hike it a couple times a week and and my goal is to have, be fit to get to the top of that mountain one or one of a couple different ways whether I'm on a mountain bike walking hiking carrying something whatever i mean it just becomes part of the process and that really it's hard to how do you give people that mindset right cuz i don't we talked well, about this before I mean, it's like how I do know. you shift that mindset that that becomes part of of what you do every day that just you wake well, up today I, i'm going to do you got to really feel more. it
0: it's got to be emotional and personal, I think, for change to occur, right? We okay. Most of us agree about that. Like you either have to hit rock bottom or something happened or or okay. sometimes you don't even know you feel bad because you're so used to the way you feel, right? Mm. But I think, you know, all of this said, we also have to be, you know, give ourselves some grace. Like speaking as a woman, I know you you're not going to know this, but you have a baby, your body changes. Like, I don't know how it happened, but my bones are a little bit. Different than they were before, and I, you know, we we've talked about this before, but that's where I think mom jeans came from because I don't know what happened to my pelvic girdle, but it shifted.
1: I, I swear, I, I you know, think it, you can look back uh, about what five years, five and a half years now, five years, oh, not quite five years and six hey, months. I can still wear some
0: of the same clothes. I'm not saying that, but they fit differently, right? And sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh God, like really. This is happening to me. And then we just talked about my whole breast cancer experience. We know that when we age, estrogen levels drop and it can contribute to weight gain. I had the type of cancer that was estrogen positive. So I have no estrogen. The point is to have no estrogen. So that is not good for my side, right? So I I personally feel like I'm kind of going through this where I have to be like, all right, you know what? So what if I feel like I'm a little rollier here than I was before? Number one, who cares? no one is going to look at me and say like you're fat now and you're fatter than you were like last year. And if they do say that, right. Who cares? I mean, right. So I just kind of think you've got to take, A look at yourself and just be like, okay, I have an awesome kid. Like I'm not dead. Number one, and I feel like that's where I kind of get my perspective is
1: awesome kid, not dead. Hey, there are two of your thirty one gratitude things right there, Amy. Not
0: dead, Mm -hmm. cancer survivor. All right. I mean, seriously, (laughs) when I have my down days, those are the kind of things I say to myself, right? And so I don't know. I feel like perspective, Pete, is how you get people to get to the top of the mountain. You, you know, you you put things in perspective, and you really start to think about how you value life. We've all had things happen in our lives that are not ideal. Right. But the cool thing is we have the power. Like I hear this quote all the time. You can't like your book might be written already in certain ways, but you have the power to end how the story ends. Right. You have the power to write the next chapter. And it's true. It's true. We can either dwell in our past and get so down the rabbit hole about all the things we hate about ourselves or blah, or I'm so busy. I'm so stressed. I have no time to work out, blah, blah. Or we can just be like, all right, well, this is how it is. And what am I going to do? how can I take positive action to create some change you know and and get over yourself frankly
1: yeah <laughs> no what do you think it, it, well I, I heard somebody say this this year and, and I've, I love it because and it's been excuse me I don't I don't hold on to mantras but I I like it because it's like and what I heard was if if you dwell in the past then you're kind of mired in depression right is is looking back on the past and I wish I could have done this I wish I could have done that differently that's no word you don't want to be there or looking ahead to the future worrying about What's tomorrow going to bring? What's next month going to bring? You know, that stuff, that causes anxiety. You worry about the future. And that's, I've learned how to live in the now learn how to live in the present. Yeah. And, and what's interesting, um, I don't know if you heard this toxic positivity, this term toxic positivity is, and it's funny because I, true, I, I try to keep just a positive outlook. I don't think it's toxic. I do try to acknowledge those days where I might might not be firing on all cylinders, but I, I do think it's much easier to go through life and say, all right, to go back to gratitude, what's going well today? What, what is going yeah. well and staying focused on It's not on always
0: that. rainbows and unicorns and blah, blah, blah. I Wait, get it's that. Not? And that's not. That's yeah. Not,
1: that's what you told me it would be. <laughs> I mean, it, it is if you want
0: it to be. Fine.
1: Oh, okay. But,
0: you know, I did have, you reminded me, I had a running coach once say to me on race day, right? This was what he always said. You do the best you can with what you have to work with right now and i feel like if you just do that every day not that there isn't you know power and preparation and power and planning and things like that but if you just do the best you can with what you've got going right now you're going to be good and and that's what you should try to do you know do your best isn't that that a new like tiktok reel out there i do my best that's what I do. I do my best. <laughs> well,
1: I think everything, everything, look, everything, let's face it. I mean, all, you know, we had everything condensed down to 18-minute TED Talks. Now, instead of 18-minute TED Talks, we're going to get the 40-second TikTok or, or Instagram reel. Now, let's, let's finish this up by looking ahead to 2022. As you plan for new year, Amy, do you, I, I shared a little bit about my idea about goals, but but what do you? what's your approach as a fitness professional, as an yeah. exercise enthusiast? Do you sit down? Number one, do you sit down and do you plan out like I'm going to this year, I'm going to do these, I'm going to have these, what are, what are the resolutions? Yes. Or how do you do I that? Don't, What's your approach? I don't sit
0: down and do it. I don't sit down. I don't have like a, a goal book. I maybe I write it down somewhere or I put it on my calendar. Usually, like this year for me personally, 2022, I really want to get, I, I really want E5 Collective to get out there. So I have some really good business goals. And I'm taking some risk, and I'm organizing myself in a cer- certain way to accomplish that. I have some goals for my own virtual studio: how to grow that, how to, you know, really service my clients better. And then personally, I usually I like to run, I like to ride, you know, um, I like to do events like that. I, I typically pick a few races because if it's on the calendar and the date's not going to change, I try to get a couple people to do it with me. So we can kind of have some accountability, but that's what I like to do. I like to train for certain events. And even if I'm not doing something crazy, I know at least I've got to do this amount of work so that I'm ready for this, this event. So I haven't decided what those events are yet. Um, and a lot of times I like to work for a cause if I, I've run a lot of marathons. So now I'm like, to the point where I like to raise money and run the marathons because I feel like it's a way to give back and have fun. And it, it kind of brings together a couple of my passions. So that's what I try to do. So hopefully... I can make one of those happen. That'll be on the next time we talk. I'll make a big announcement about that.
1: Well, no. And I like that idea of looking Cause what I don't do is I don't do, it's been a while since I've done events. Um, I was doing obstacle course racing for a while, but then just travel schedule got in the way. And it's funny. You should because- do the
0: beast, Pete. You want to do the beast in Killington, Vermont next year? It's like yeah. in September.
1: We'll take a yeah, look at that. There's, There's no of-
0: whiners on my team though. No whining. Okay.
1: Ooh, ooh, we can go ever.
0: slow. Care if it takes us like 20 hours. I never did the beast before. I want to do it. Was that that the
1: 10 or 12 mile one? Or is that the 20?
0: It's like, yeah, it's like 13, 10 to 13 miles. And I, I forget how many obstacles, 30 or 60. Uh, The way, the
1: way I was looking at Killington
0: mountain in Vermont. It's like crazy.
1: See that stuff. I don't, I look at that I just want a fun workout. I want a fun experience. I don't need to kill myself. I don't need to be the It top is fun.
0: Of, what do you mean?
1: I the, the, the. No, you I just, don't have
0: to race it. You just try to like climb and go over these things. Oh, and
1: that's why I look when I do those things, that's why I look at it. I look at it between four to eight hundred it's a four to eight hundred meter run between obstacles, between body weight exercises. Yeah. That's how I look at obstacle course racing. You run between four hundred, maybe two hundred, maybe eight hundred meters, maybe a thousand meters between obstacles. But you break it down like that. Okay, I can run forty eight hundred meters. That's not that hard. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. I know,
0: right? Yeah. We but can it's do funny. That. Yeah, but I like to do things like that. but...
1: Yeah, my goal my goal for 2021 was to try to well I got my book out so for so Aegis intensity is out. The other thing I wanted to do is try to go professional with the podcast so I made made 50/50. I still haven't turned a positive revenue stream on the podcast. You brought yet.
0: you brought me on board. I mean, that's, oh, that, that's really Hey,
1: that's, that's that's given that has given it a shot in the arm. I mean, I really I, I do hey. appreciate that. Um, it has given it a good little boost. But but it's like okay, look, take a take a, take a step back and look forward. I mean, I guess immediately my initial thing for 2022 is just get into a new job and learn my roles and learn areas of responsibility. And with fitness, I just want to stay active. I think I'm going to keep the same goal: be active every day. I enjoy the process of going to the gym. I enjoy the process of working out. I enjoy getting sweaty. And, and, and I'm only you've known me long enough, Amy. I don't give a crap about. Uh, do I care about how I look to a degree? Yeah, but I don't need to have six-pack yeah. abs. I don't need to lift a certain amount of weight. I'm not now. really
0: wired that way, so I've never really had that pressure on myself to be like that. So m- maybe other people kind of feel that. I mean, yeah. if I'm going to film something or I know something's coming, don't get me wrong, I try to prep for it. But Of course, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's, that's the one thing I hate about ages intensity. I was supposed to have a model shoot it. And then the day before the shoot, he called me and said he had a COVID exposure. So I ended up having to be the model and, and I wasn't ready for it. I would have, I would have, <laughs> it would have been very easy for me to put it this way. If I'd had, if I had known that I had six weeks to get ready for a photo shoot, I would have cut, I would have cut 10 to 15 pounds. I mean, that just is a yeah. matter of not eating the crap I shouldn't eat to begin with and, and increasing a little bit of activity. So but anyway, easy. anyway, no. we are human. And for You're 2022
0: best, Pete Well You're I know for, your be-
1: Well for 2022 besides new, starting a new job I do want to have uh, my next book released. It's going a little bit slower than I would like but I'm working on recovery but now I'm gonna have the first two chapters in the can everything else will fall into place it's always for me writing something is always about the introduction and setting the foundation mm-hmm. and then kind of once I have a solid idea of where I want to go um, anyway Easier. That's, that's yeah just things fall into place Where'd so you get rolling. I should get the third book out in in twenty twenty two. So with that, uh, I just want to wrap it up. Have this quick conversation. What are we what are we talk about today? We talked about give yourself. I a want right. to
0: remind everybody if they want to move in December, download my gratitude mix up challenge. I'll post it below in the comments for. On Facebook, I'll also share it with Pete. And so, if you go to his um, podcast site, wherever that you go, go like down to the
1: show notes for listeners, go down to the show notes. Amy's challenge will be down there. It's always always looking the show to notes for anything we talk about. It now I got to remember to do that. And then what else? Uh, so what do you? So the next couple of weeks, you got you got SCW Boston happening, and do you have any yeah. events coming up in the first quarter of um, first quarter of twenty twenty
0: two? January, February, March. At the end of March, I'm doing ACSM. Mm-hmm. I. Took your advice and applied to NURSA. Okay, and I we've had some conversations. I got a bunch of things in the work, but I'm definitely doing ACSM. I'm doing IDEA next year. I'm doing CanFit Pro. I'm doing Fitness Fest again. I I'm just gonna do one more round, one more one big rodeo in 2022, and just give it a go.
1: Yeah, if you feel I'm like sure. to me,
0: come on a, in. Stand in the booth.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy more lottery tickets. I think in 2022. <laughs> okay, it's all about <laughs> it. It's all about. Right. You gotta run, bud. Getting into it, yeah, you got to run because you got a to. Cl- I don't. What, what do you have going on next? Couple I months?
0: got a kid to pick up at school.
1: <laughs> That's why like, right.
0: it's fine. I'm on time, but Jeez. I always like to end at three for that.
1: Amy, Amy keeps looking at her watch, so I'm going to take that as a hint and enjoy the this 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 conversation flew by, Amy. So hey, oh, I yeah. appreciate I appreciate your hopping on here for listeners. Uh, it's a lot of fun having these. We will continue these in the new year. Um, I will see what we can record in the next couple weeks, and Love always check the show notes and, and AmyNickitera dot for all your Amy Nicotera needs.
0: Okay. I like that. I like that. All right. Thanks, Pete. Always a pleasure.
1: Take care. Bye. Hey, listen, if you like All About Fitness, whether it's with Amy or any other guests I have, if you like the podcast, please do me a favor. Hit subscribe down below and write a quick review. Five stars, 20 stars, whatever you think about the podcast, your reviews do make a difference. So thank you for tuning in. And please share your thoughts and, and share it with your friends, your family, your colleagues so other people can get the benefits of the podcast. And I, mu- I enjoy having these, these, these conversations. I enjoy Amy's perspective. And I really, I hold her as a professional, I hold her in, in extremely high regard. I really, I think the world of her. I think she's one of the most creative programmers and one of the most creative exercise, exercise instructors we have out there. And I always, always appreciate our conversations. And I mean it. I'm super excited about this opportunity. I'm going back into club operations, and it's been eight years since I've had a full-time job. It's going to require a little bit of adjustment to my schedule, but I know I can do it. And most importantly, I'm going to enjoy... I'm going to keep doing the podcast. There might be a slight a couple weeks here, a couple months where I do some reruns, or I, I just come up with some quick fit tips, but don't worry. Stay subscribed. Keep listening. I, I am going to be putting out content to help you learn how to use exercise to enhance your quality of life, follow me, All About Fitness Podcast, that's on YouTube and Instagram. All About Fitness Podcast on YouTube and Instagram. Go to PeteMcCallFitness.com, sign up for the mailing list. I'll be putting out emails every month, and I'm gonna keep doing the podcast, all designed to help you learn how to use exercise to enhance your quality of life. As always, thanks for stopping by. And I do look forward to having you join me for future episodes of All About Fitness.